The Beer with Friends podcast is pre-recorded in the D2R studios. Is it intended for an audience of 21 and older? Please drink responsibly and stay hydrated. Welcome to a special edition of the Beer with Friends podcast. I'm your host, the Beer Father. Back. There I am. Uh, back for a uh, exclusive uh, kind of an intro-outro for some live recording that we recently did on an episode all sponsored by Artelli's Wine Company in Rockford, Illinois. Uh, sponsored us to record this one episode where they did a craft beer tasting at their facility a couple weeks ago and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the event and then uh, play some audio. We got some interviews with uh, the three breweries that were there and then some interviews with a few people that were in attendance. Um, wasn't as widely attended as I thought it would be. Um, not near as many people but uh, we'll get into that. Uh, joining me of course because I can't run the board by myself is producer Ryan. Russian. The beer ninja, that's right. So, I uh, don't have the rest of the casting crew here kind of doing this uh, on the side since it's going to be a special bonus episode. Um, but we do want to make sure that we plug them multiple times. Thank you to our tallies for sponsoring this episode. Um, giving us a little bit to, you know, giving us the opportunity to record, number one, at the event. And number two, uh, sponsoring us to be there for no cost whatsoever which is good to us that was great so um so the event in in question was uh we had spiteful mars and the big one half acre it's finally in rockford um i'm sure people at this point have seen it on tap and uh, definitely at most major liquor stores grocery stores um our tallies had uh representatives from all three breweries there um, and the and the unique thing about all three guys that were there, they're all from Rockford, so um, had a little bit of vested interest in being here for the event. So that was kind of cool that they were all uh, Rockford success stories to to a point where they're not necessarily had brewers or anything like that, but definitely working their way through the ranks at these particular breweries. So it was cool to hear their stories and you know find out they had just kind of started off in doing different things and work their way up so yeah yeah the, I was, I'm, I'm pulling up what i drank there so i that's gotcha. what i was yeah. trying to do we are actually drinking of course because we can't do this podcast without a beer in front of us yeah, that would be weird it would be very weird <laughs> um so in honor of the three breweries that were there i don't know if you have any mars left but i i don't mm-hmm. i almost bought one last night just I to do. Uh, i have i have uh two Oh, nice. I should go get one. <laughs> so, f- to start, we're drinking Spiteful's uh, Alley Time, which is my favorite uh, Chicago Pale Ale, for sure. Um, it's hard, because uh, Revolution makes a great all-the-time Pale Ale, but I, I definitely like this one better. It's my favorite Chicago Pale Ale. I think I could session this. Oh, I, this I is- can drink an entire six-pack of this. Yeah. This is Without really, fail. really tasty. It's, it's going down real good today. So um, they had brought, uh, we normally don't get their uh, alley time cans, but uh, for the event they brought a huge amount of cases. Um, by the time this airs, I'm pretty sure it's going to be gone because as of last night there were three six-packs left. Oh, wow. So. Man, I wish I would have grabbed one. Down another one, <laughs> too. So. I, didn't realize, I don't remember this being this good. Yeah. It's t- I don't know if it's just today or what. But no, it always tastes this good, so. It was, at the time of the event, it was only like three days old. So now we're at about two weeks old and still anything that's canned less than a month old is going to taste the same. So, um, along with that, they had, uh, their traditional IPA that they brought and, uh, they had opened a bottle of the GFY stout. They had the, um, working for the weekend double IPA that they sampled out. 
I don't know if they had anything besides uh, those. The goddamn chocolate peanut butter. Oh, pigeon that's right. Porter. Which is the peanut pigeon porter and the um, the GFY stout are definitely available right now at our tallies. Both are really um, good. Working for the weekend was it lower supply when we just saw it in the bridge, when I saw it recently, and they did still have a little bit of the IPA left, the straight IPA. Um, other than that, we do have a couple of their beers to be looking out for if you can find them somewhere. Um, it doesn't sound like they will necessarily for sure hit the area. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but uh, they're releasing an Imperial GFY Stout. And then what was the other one we uh, just that was we just saw the picture of it. It was a uh, oatmeal with vanilla and cinnamon. Yeah, well, it sounds so good. And yeah. I got it right here. It is called um, oh backside congrats, which yeah. they've made once before, and it's kind of picture. It's supposed to look like uh, Larry Bird and Isaiah Thomas standing next to each other like basketball players patting them. and larry bird's patting isaiah thomas on the butt yeah. so <laughs> it's, it's a good label mm-hmm. uh man the the one all the only complaint i have with spiteful is that like we're not gonna get that locally as far as we know like, as far as we know yeah uh it's well they have opened I'm up more than happy to drive out to chicago and bring it to rockford right. on, on a as they release thing basis, like it seems like the way it was explained to me was that they, when they get to Rockford, that's when they bring stuff to Rockford. And, right, and, and and one of the and the guy that was there representing them had mentioned that whenever he comes home to visit people or be here for family events or whatever else, that he always fills up his vehicle full right. and, and but drops the it off. The problem with that is. Is if if as they are bottling new stuff, he's only bringing stuff that, yeah, you know, and of so the we and of the bomber series and the four pack series like the pigeon porter and the um, the double IPA working for the weekend, we do see a lot of that stuff, and I believe their friends at Pipeworks are still kind of helping them out on that right. by bringing it with because now Pipeworks is coming here on a on a weekly. Or at least a bi-weekly basis, right. I think. They're actually, Spiteful is driving, or Pipeworks is driving all the way out here and making their own deliveries. Like I said, so. I can, they don't got to pay me in anything other than I would like, <laughs> you know, a bottle or two of what they're doing. And I mean, we're right. happy to drive out there every Thursday, load up and bring it back and deliver it to wherever they wanted to deliver it. Well, that's how it got to the market in the first place is the guys at our yeah. tallies were going every other week. Um, I'll do it weekly. On, I'm just saying. <laughs> on Aaron's day off, he was jumping in the car and driving and picking up Spiteful and and uh, Pipeworks. So that's how Spiteful got here in the first place, is he was driving to the production facility and saying, what can you give me? And, you know, I mean, obviously the relationship grew uh-huh. over time, and we got a lot of stuff that we probably shouldn't even have gotten this far out, so... Oh, we should be getting it. <laughs> Spiteful's one of my favorites, and man, it, I don't know. It's the, the everything that they've done, and like I was talking to the the guy from Spiteful that was there, and I was just gushing about the the beer because they have such good stuff, and it's so unique and different. I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah, they definitely push the boundaries on their um, their pigeon porter series. And uh, their IPAs aren't too bad either, so we uh, we definitely appreciate uh, everything they've done for the beer industry, at least in the Chicagoland area. We've always had a, a decent relationship here on the show with them. They've uh, talked to us on several occasions, both uh, Great Taste Podcast, they gave us some good audio, and then uh, also again at uh, the Screw City one. So, yeah. yeah, Spiteful guys are cool. They've been real down to earth, and it's always been a... A uh, good, uh, a good brewery to um, try just about anything they have to offer for sure. So, I'm having a hard time finding a, a bad spiteful beer. You know, you and know, that, that's not that I'm looking for a, a right. one this bad, but I haven't everybody had has their trip ups. It seems like right. So, um, I don't know there might have been a pigeon porter where I didn't agree with 
the flavors didn't didn't work right on one of the but I can't think but of one But those are all experimental. So. Right. I mean the, the yeah. ones that stick out more are the ones that were awesome. Yeah. And most the, of them my favorite was the toffee. The but toffee. the chocolate banana was really good too. See, that sounds amazing and I wish I I would have had that. Yeah. What the, was the one you gave me though that was the hazelnut one? Yes. Was phenomenal. Like that and one. That's been a one time only as well man. so far. I believe I went and I, I actually drove to Chicago to get that. Trying to find more. Uh, and I think I bought two bottles of it, two bombers. Um, and I'm really contemplating going to get that uh, the oatmeal one mm-hmm. that we just talked about. Yep. Backside. Uh, and see, that's why that's something I wish I could go to Artali's and get. But because they're not expecting the guy well, we'll to, see. to come back. Well, this is coming from uh, Anthony at... Artalis gotcha. said that he doesn't expect the guy to return while this is out. You know, while this one's yeah. being released. So, and and that's that's why I keep saying well, I'll be more than happy to go once a week, up whatever they've got, and just bring it back to them. And all I want is like one bottle of whatever it is. You know what I mean? You want the right to buy it or the actual bottle? <laughs> well, I think <laughs> for I mean, your time. For yeah. the, well, I mean, that's the thing. I'm not charging for gas, wear and tear on the car, or anything, or getting paid. I just want. A bottle of it. And it's I'll not like you it. couldn't stop anywhere else in Chicago and do whatever you needed to while you were there, too, you know. Because that's the funny thing about this whole is is this uh, new craft beer movement in Chicago is they're starting to create little clusters in the city. You know, right. a lot of breweries are next door to other breweries. Like uh, Off Color, is, I believe, is right next door to Pipeworks. And, or, no, Off Color is right next door to Spiteful. That's what it is. It's uh, Spiteful and Off Color right next door to each other. So. Right. Um, there's already been uh, some uh, some helping, I'm sure, with ingredients and you know just uh, Which is, ideas. It's and cool, you know. That mm-hmm. That's how it should be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, little little um, brewers are helping each other out, and they're expanding and whatnot. I'm just trying to just trying to help out. I'm trying to help out in, in getting them more here. You know what I mean? Right. Even if they had somebody that came every other week, like gets on some sort of a schedule where we for sure are going to have that. And, you know, if it takes somebody volunteering to go there willingly, I'll do it. I think what makes this particular beer we're drinking so well, so good is that it highlights the single hop. I mean, I, more and more breweries are going back to blends, which give you an overall flavor profile. But if you want to experience what Simcoe hops are supposed to taste like this is the perfect beer it's not super high in alcohol it's only six uh, percent and uh, it's just got simple pills and malt and simcoe hops so i mean that's it there's no crazy adjuncts no i mean you're getting the full flavor profile of the hop right off the right off the taste and the smell for sure this is the uh, traditional cat pee as a lot of people call it see i don't I didn't think this was as bad. It's not because of the the amount of time. I think right. so. It's not a double. This one, a lot more, of doubles. You get the really, subtle, really, think. yeah, yeah. There's definitely ones we've had on here that it's like, whew. Mm-hmm. it smells cat pissy. It, it'd be what you would assume cat piss would taste like, but yet in a good way, not like yeah. a bad. It's way. It's more you know? of an aroma it thing. It tastes than a like it thing. smells. Because anybody you know? that can tell you they know what cat piss tastes like, uh, you probably shouldn't no. be talking to them. No, and my, I'm sure cat piss <laughs> doesn't taste good, but like what you would assume, you know, the smell matches, but yet it's not. I don't know how to explain it. It's a good well, taste version is, you know, of the nasty... Taste is 50% aroma. Yeah. I mean, you don't taste anything if you can't smell it. Could you imagine? Not being able to ever taste anything? Taste or smell. Or, or one just have one or the other. You really can't have one without the other. I mean, you could have smell without taste, but you couldn't have taste without smell. Because the smell is... is the aroma is, oh, yeah. is partially... I well, mean, you'd have very dull done. You'd have right. to put hot sauce on everything. Right. Which is why I, I think smokers have to do, douse everything with hot sauce because they can actually taste something. And every so you never I've talked you to never will, smoked, did you? Well, no, and I can I smoked for ten years. And you have a hard time tasting. No, I'm fine now. I mean, it's been over ten years since I've smoked. So I've argued with people that smoke, and 
they, they like to say it. No, it's not. Gosh, that's crazy. Done. I can actually say that now. It's been over 10 years. Yeah. So it's that's been as good. long off as it was on. So, I mean, I technically probably, yeah, it was right around 18, and I quit when I was 28, so. And it, was, and it was kids. Could you take? Was your? Did you feel like oh, yeah. your taste was down oh, when you smoked? No, you'd notice it when when you quit. After you quit, you, you everything tastes different or more flavorful, or yeah. yeah. Because the smoking dulls it. Whatever. Not that I was in the super spicy food right. when I was a smoker, but I think I things think that I didn't think were it. spicy became spicier for sure yeah you know and then some things tasted better and some things i didn't like the way it tasted after you know but i'm just saying i I know lots of smokers and all of them douse everything everything it's not they don't have one item of food that they eat that they don't douse in hot sauce or something see i was never like increases that that. and and to me maybe it's because we're older now and i never got to that point you know because and I was never a huge heavy smoker. I mean, I was maybe a third to a half a pack a day at most. So some day, sometimes it would take me three days to get through a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. So I didn't smoke a ton. And we're talking like at least a pack a day. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I can understand that then. But why do they argue it? Why bother? I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you can't, I don't know how you could deny it. If you And I guarantee you, if, if they took the challenge, stop smoking. Don't smoke, and I guarantee you within a month, things that you you douse in hot sauce today, you will want less hot sauce. Well, I'm not. I'm going to be the first guy to say that smoking is your right, and I'm not going to take no, that away from you. I'm just saying. But from a from a personal from my own personal experience, I can't imagine have number one having to pay for it nowadays. Oh yeah, and number two having to still smell like that or. Have to expect there again experience beer or food with with that being playing right. into it, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's always funny because it's been it's been at least two or three years since I've had like a single cigarette because there's been drunken moments, and then the next morning you wake up and oh man that's bad. It adds to a hangover too. It's so bad. I, so. I can and I can tell you this even being at a <laughs> At a party or something where people are smoking, or around people that's that are smoking, because you can't smoke in a bar anymore. But if you're hanging out at a house party and people are smoking, whether you are or not, you're just getting that secondhand smoke or whatever. I can tell you that I can drink just like two or three beers, <coughs> and that smoke will make me feel like shit the next day. And I don't, I don't understand that, but there's something to it. It increases hangovers too. I You've been to Vegas more recently than I have. And I remember the last time that I was there, we weren't, you know, I hadn't smoked for many years. And that was one of the first things I noticed to get back to the room and you just smell it all over your clothes. And it's crazy. And it's not super bad when you're in the casino. You don't don't notice it. it, You don't notice it. Yeah. Unless somebody's blowing it right Right next to you. Yeah. Which is crazy because nowhere else in the United States can you still smoke inside except Vegas. I swear. I I think there's some southern states that still allow it, but yeah. Yeah. It's pretty rare at this point. Pretty though. much. Uh, not, and just about anything's still legal in Vegas. Yeah. And the things that are illegal, you can find fairly easily. <laughs> right. Right. I think uh, Nevada's one of the weird ones that I would expect them to have recreational marijuana at some point. You too. know, I'm surprised That's they the weren't the one, one they're of the missing. First, you yeah. know? Should have been Denver uh, or Colorado, Washington, and Nevada. At least Clark County, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> well, even Reno. I mean, yeah. Other than those two, with nothing else in Nevada. All right, rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Mars then. Mars, okay. Yeah. And then we'll talk about Half Acre, and then we'll get into the interviews and see. You're pouring it on the side. That's why it's leaking out. Is that what it is? Yeah. Look where the thing so, is. Okay. Yeah. So I, just I figured it out now. It's just because of the way I'm pouring it out of the can. I just yeah. used to doing that, I guess. Pouring it sideways? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to see what happens if you pour it upside down. You know, it's like the way people, you know, shoot their guns. It's, you know, kind of, you know. Oh, so you're pouring beer like a gangster over <laughs> Gangsters here. Gangsters now. All right, so Mars. Um, we had the uh, uh, Machine Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. 
Then and then the citra, citra, citra. Yeah. And then the hop goes the weasel. Yep. Which um, should still be as of this release. I just went on tap this week at our ta- or at uh, at the Olympic. If you're looking for it on tap, yeah. And they still they have just did it. Yeah. All all and then the last and my favorite of the Mars beers that they brought. Was the the jungle boogie? Yeah. Was it the double jungle? D- boogie? Double jungle boogie. So this was a beer that was like had hibiscus flower and the specific tea in it. It was very 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 tasty. Super dark, almost like a red amber color. Um, just full full of flavor. Um, it was the one that I bought when I left. Yeah. So that was your favorite. That was definitely my favorite of what they brought. I was. Um, I thought the Citra was gr- good, but I was hoping it was great because Citra is one of my favorite um, hops of all time. So, I uh, I rated the uh, the Machine Pale Ale the highest of them, but the one I remembered the most was the Hop Goes the Weasel. Yeah. it had such a that was memorable a weird sure. smell, but yet it was it was definitely like it's it was like a, barnyard. Yeah, funky barnyard. But the taste was it was good, like salty. Yeah, it was it was a it weird was beer. Definitely, a definite goza or goose or however you want to pronounce it. Um, it yeah. was it was definitely that style. It would be perfect for a a summer day. Um, would definitely get your uh, salivary glands going. I think you get our reactions when when we play the interview. I think we recorded a piece where we're talking about it. We were actually tasting it at the time. I think so. I, we, maybe not, but it seems like... I don't know if I was recording at that point, honestly. I know we recorded for part, but... Anyways. I don't think the only other Mars beer we've ever had on the show is we had the uh, the uh, Yuzu um, Goza that they normally make. What was it called? It was... Uh, it was a uh, Yuzu something or other. I think it was Yuzu Goza. Um, it had a Chad brought it, and we did it when we did all them sour beers that one night. And I had extreme heartburn. But uh, they started off. Um, one of the partners of Mars is uh, Maria's in Chicago, which is a. Uh, brewery and a liquor store so that's how they got started is they wanted to experiment with different beers and uh, decided to come out with a a beer of their own so I'm actually looking forward to um, there's a chance that they could be getting their beers in cans instead of the 16.9 ounce bottles so uh, they've been teasing it on their Instagram feed. Um, but for right now, it started off as being 22-ounce bottles, bombers, and to help reduce the cost and get more beer out there, they've uh, reduced it down to 16.9-ounce bo- bottles. So they've got the uh, like the European Imperial Pint size bottles out there right now. So we'll see more and more of them, more and more of them in the area. Uh, distribution wise uh, just real quick I just noticed um, the little uh, restaurant right next door to Artali's uh, yeah. I had a downtown with the mob there also oh, from, from Mars from Mars yeah they didn't have any at the tasting but they they actually what supplied was, them what with kind the, of beer was that let's see. was that after the event you had that uh, or before I have it checked in as the same day but I'm, t- I'm trying to click as loading it's kind of slow podcast I think I had it before we went over there okay because I had a I had a half acre I just had time for the one it's not it's not loading now my phone's acting up of course I shouldn't have said anything <laughs> stupid thing but they well, had uh, they had great beer and the guy was really cool. Uh, they had a good promotion that night. If you bought a Mars beer, you got a uh, a glass from Mars. I did not. You didn't get one. No, and I bought two of their beers. Okay, sorry. 
Um, and I, I don't know if that maybe they ran out of glasses or what I'm, the issue was. But I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's well, he not had a big out, deal, but that's he had him out at the table on the table late in the uh, late in the um, event, and I asked him. I said, uh, you know, I said these are really cool, but I really don't really need any more glass run. He goes, well, if you buy any Mars bottles today, you get a glass. And I was like, oh, well, I was going to buy some anyway, so. So I grabbed it and grabbed my beer and. So maybe you had to grab the glass from his table. He had. They had more glasses behind the counter. Yeah, and see, that's what I thought. On. And I was he brought, it to be put he in. He brought there. at least three cases, I think. So. Yeah. And they were just uh, standard snifter size, but they're good. They're good sampling size for sure. Oh, well, I wish so. I would have got one. Um, the uh, downtown with the mob was an IPA, American IPA, six point two ABV. Hmm. He had it a four. Now the citrus, citrus, citra, I believe, was a saison, not a IPA. Or if it was an IPA, it wasn't a like over-the-top IPA. But yeah, definitely the standout beer to me. I mean, you you had it right. The hop goes the weasel was pretty interesting, but my favorite was the double jungle boogie for sure. Yeah, so. It's the one I purchased, so and uh, and then drank immediately following the event. I yeah. opened it that night, so because I no, wanted I, it again yeah. and I wanted a bigger pour. Yeah. So double jungle boogie. Double See, jungle uh, boogie. I bought the Hop Goes the Weasel and the Machine. Okay. From that. See, I'd had the Machine before, yeah. um, but uh, well, which is good. a it's a good pale ale. It's my favorite of theirs. See? At least according to my rating at the time of tasting it. Something for everybody. Yeah. Um, so now we're drinking Half Acre, and then we can talk about what we had from Half Acre. Yeah, so we're drinking Gone Away IPA. And they had this there. Yes. And it's gone out of town, gone away from town already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> waiting for the next shipment to come in. Um, they, on the initial shipment, brought in... To town, uh, gone, gone away, Daisy Cutter Pale Ale, um, the uh, Lead Feather, which is the black IPA, and the uh, last one was the Pony Pills. Yeah, I really like that one. And uh, it's it's available all over town. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to have Gone Away anymore. I mean, if you find it, definitely buy it because it's super fresh. It's going away quickly. And... Uh, <laughs> You may look at this beer and think, and if you've had Half Acre before, think, that looks really familiar. Is this a new beer? And it's, no, it's not a new beer. Um, it's a great this is story. the third name that this beer has had. It started off as uh, Azaka. Or not Azaka. Um, it started, there was Sunita, Sanit- yeah, and then, then it was. Azaka. Or uh, not Azaka. We talked about uh, Hayoka. Yeah. It was. It was you know, Sunita, and I guess that is some kind of Indian name that is derogatory, so they changed it to um, Hayoka. Or was Hayoka well, then not, Sunita? I don't know if it was derogatory. It was something about the... Uh, it had it had some sort of meaning for with the Indians or whatever. And uh, they didn't want, they didn't want like anything... They didn't want anything... shaman or something. Right, and they didn't want it to be... In, right. uh, the Indian tribe contacted them and said, can you please not use this? And I said, all right, well, that's right. fine. They changed it to... A different Indian name, <laughs> a different, different Indian word, and evidently that wasn't good enough, no, changing no. the name. There was another brewery that had... Used it already? Used it after they named this theirs, but this other brewery was saying, you know, this is our name or whatever, even though they, Half Acre, had used this name first. But they said they decided instead of fighting this bullshit, we'll just call it "Gone Away." Well, all I know is I call it delicious because this is yeah. this is my favorite. Ever, all well, yeah, this is my favorite all the time made beer by them. And uh, if the rumors are true, based on what they told us at the tasting, if Vallejo starts being made all the time, then that will probably be my favorite beer, everyday beer from them. Um, I don't know if I've had that. That is something I had at uh, at the brew pub a year ago um, on tap, and they recently, a couple weeks ago, when this when all this uh, half acre stuff dropped in town, um, 
they had it on tap at Olympic. So, but they had this and it, it went away quickly, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, as of yesterday when I looked, uh, Pony Pills was left and uh, Lead Feather and a little bit of Daisy Cutter. But there's other places in town, so our tally still does have some half acre left. They'll be getting some more in soon, um, probably just the four for now. And then hopefully, uh, if the production facility keeps up as much as they have been, we'll start seeing some of the specialty bombers out this way too. So, um, in addition to those four beers that we just mentioned uh, for the tasting, the both the guy from Half Acre and some of the guys that are tallies pulled out of their private stash to um, oh, some good stuff to uh, let us try some different things. They had double daisy cutter. They had have that. big hugs. Okay, hang on. They had. You're looking at your list. I, I know all four. They did four they specialties. They had Big Hugs 2014. Right. Big Hugs 2015. And then Big Hugs Vanilla. Oh, that was a... Which was a really one-off, good. very special. Thank you, Aaron, for opening that bottle at the yeah, tasting. that was awesome. Um, had very small pour of it, but it was very tasty. <laughs> very tasty. And that vanilla. Whew. Yep. Vanilla is so good in beer. I don't know what it is. Mean, that's just my thing or something. Um, I didn't have the, the double, what did you say it was? The double... Double daisy cutter? Double daisy cutter. I didn't have that. Um, and then there was one more. They had a barley wine. Quacken, Quackenbush? Quaker or, Bridge. Quaker Bridge. Quackenbush. Quaker, <laughs> Quaker. What's that from? That's from something. <laughs> Quaker Bridge. Yeah, yeah, Quaker Bridge. That was really good, too. Um, that, I also had Space India Pale Ale from them. Oh, that's right. They did open a... It was, a, it was in a uh, uh, howler. It wasn't in, yeah. a, in a bomber bottle. It was right off the tap lines from the tap room, and they also had some Bome, which is uh, something we've had at the pod, on the podcast before, too. So, But, yeah, um, those guys were really cool. They brought some really nice swag with them, um, giant sticker sheets, and uh, lots of uh, buttons and coasters and uh, good beer. Let's just put it that way. I, I spent... Uh, the majority of my time at that table yeah. trying all the because they had the most um, variety too for sure so but uh, Half Acre's always been one of my favorites ever since I tried Daisy Cutter four or five years ago and uh, it's been the one beer that no matter what I'm doing in Chicago if I have time to stop at a liquor store it's the first thing I look for so especially at the time, it was Daisy Cutter, but more recently, in the last couple of years, it's been gone away looking for gone away cans. So, <coughs> um, yeah, it's good stuff. It was uh, it was a fun event, and uh, yeah, yeah. If you're uh, if you're at all interested in craft beer in this area, I would strongly suggest getting on uh, our tally's uh, mailing list. Uh, you can go to their website. I uh, just Google search our tally wine company Rockford. Um, you can sign up for their mailing list. It comes out once a week. They have specials uh, listed there for different beers. They have uh, different events coming up that they'll list. Or their Facebook page. Yeah, they have a Facebook page that has all that information on it as well. So they typically do at least one beer event a month there. Uh, I know the next one is completely sold out. Um, this month, um, they're doing the Tales from the Oak, all the barrel-aged mm-hmm. pipework spears. But it was a, a real small, limited number of people that were able to attend that. So they sold tickets ahead of time for it, and it's completely sold out. But um, yeah, be nice to do a podcast for that one. Oh, <laughs> not going to happen. Didn't yeah. get any tickets for it. So um, I didn't even know about it. Yeah. So uh, definitely check them out. Uh, see what they have to offer. Uh, stop in and tell them you heard about them on the Beer with Friends podcast. Oh, yeah. So uh, we're going to let you listen to some audio, some interviews, uh, some feedback from some attendees, and uh, we'll be back after this.
All right, welcome to the Beer with Friends podcast. Special live, on location edition at our sponsor, Artelli Wine and Spirits in Rockford, Illinois. We are here for the special release to the city. Welcome to Rockford of Spiteful Brewing Company, Mars, and new to Rockford officially. Half Acre for the first time in the area this week. Mars with their Mars has been in town before, but not to the point that uh, not to the point of uh, distribution in stores like it is now. So we've got uh, three sets of breweries here tonight. Um, got uh, different representatives from each place pouring samples, uh, doing their thing. Uh, we're going to hope to get an interview with all three of them, and then also uh, get. Uh, get some interviews with some of the people that are on location here, enjoying the beer, getting uh, their feedback on their experiences. So once again, special thank you to uh, Anthony uh, at Artelli's for uh, sponsoring this week's episode, uh, 100% sponsor of the episode uh, here on Spring Creek in Rockford, just to the west of Perryville on Spring Creek next to RKFD Restaurant. Um, we're going to be starting with a couple of interviews, hopefully, before we get too many people here so that the guys can uh, give us a lot of information. We've got some people starting to roll in, and uh, we'll see where it goes. So we're right next to Spiteful, and we'll, uh, we'll try a couple other beers and uh, introduce you to uh, the rep for them tonight. That's awesome. All right, you ready? Sure. All right. Say who you are uh, and where you're from, what brewery you're representing. For sure. I'm Cal. Calvin Fredrickson from Spiteful Brewing. Okay, and what do you do at Spiteful? I handle sales and distribution, so... Perfect. So you're just the guy I need to talk to. Where has this beer been? I mean, we've had we've had great bomber selection <laughs> from you guys for a while, but we've missed out on cans, and I know you, you've just ramped up your production and moved into a new facility. So how is that going to affect the market here, first and foremost? So to, to back up a second, we, we do have a new space, but we're not brewing out of there yet. Okay. We're, we're hoping to be making some beer in that space um, later this year. But we, as a matter of fact, it's, it's next to Half Acre's new facility. So we're kind of neighbors already, but we're going to definitely be neighbors once we move into that space officially. Um, as far as cans up in this area, we bring cans by whenever we can if, we have, uh, if we're able to have enough inventory for it. But the, uh, the bombers are what we're able to get them consistently right now. But we love bringing cans up here whenever we can. And we're not complaining because anything you guys can get out here is great. So um, what are you pouring tonight for the uh, sampling? But if we were to complain, if Alley Time was a regular, uh, say, uh, frequent uh, delivery to Artelli's, yeah, we wouldn't keep, complain. Just keep trying. Just keep trying. <laughs> hey, It'll get there eventually. I'm not worried about that's it. That's here today. That, that's important. Okay. So as you heard, Chad... Chad duly, duly noted. Huge yeah. fan I hear of Alley Time. Huge fan. So Anyone we're, who hasn't we're starting it, with the Alley Time. Needs to have it. It's a great beer. Great beer. Now it's what can you tell us great about beer. this beer in particular? Alley Time, it's... Man... We love this beer, uh, 6% pale, great clarity on it, uh, Simcoe Flame Out Edition, so dry hop to high heaven with the same Simcoe hops. This one's all about Simcoe. Um, I get a lot of grapefruit on this one. I also get some dankness, kind of weed-like, um, very little in the way of malt profile, So, which what malt you are tasting is Pilsen pills malt, so very light, just, um, just a touch of bready, uh, bready, no, it's not Britannomyces, but bready. Um, but really, this one's all about the hops, Simcoe. Um, it's, we've been brewing this one since basically the beginning. We love this beer. For anybody that knows the podcast well enough, you know that we've done Spiteful uh, several times specifically and also at times as part of other selections. Uh, most recently, we knocked through all the Malevolence uh, beers, which was a great night. Mm-hmm. Uh, number mm-hmm. 2400. Down, brother. Yeah. Um, so what other new beers can you tell us about that you're allowed to tell us about uh, that are on the horizon, particularly what new uh, adjuncts or variants of the Pigeon Porter are we ah, looking forward okay. to seeing in the near future? Okay. Well, um, I'll, tell you, tell, I'll tell you one fruited IPA and one uh, Pigeon Porter. So you may have seen this before, Whale Tickler is a mango IPA. Uh, that one people seem to really like. We love that beer. That one's coming back here pretty soon, and then a new goddamn pigeon uh, that's coming down the pipeline is um, a maple syrup pigeon. 
So that's going to have some maple syrup tones to it. Uh, classic pigeon porter. Uh, what sets that apart from the six pack or the four pack, sixteen ounces, is that we pull way back in the dry hop. It's not a hoppy beer when it's in the twenty-two ounces. We really want to let whatever adjunct we add shine and do the talking. So it's not hoppy. This one's going to have a lot of maple syrup aroma and we think flavor too. Nice. Yeah, but nice. still, still be on the dry side of things. Still be pretty drinkable. Not too certain. Not too sweet. Yeah. Whale Tickler, uh, if I remember correctly, first time we had it in the area was at Screw City. Okay, sounds uh, right. On, on ke- uh, keg, and it was kind of a, a surprise beer. Yeah. And it was on the list, and nobody knew what it was because yeah. it was brand new. Yep. And then the the bomber release came out here, and everybody took to it really well. So yeah. we'll let you do your thing. Thanks for the uh, sample, and maybe we'll come back and chit-chat in a little bit. So I for appreciate sure. it. Yeah, uh, thanks for talking to me. I'm from Rockford, so... It's, uh, it's always fun to make it up here and see friends and family and, and uh, Port Artale. I've been shopping here since since I was at Rock Valley College, so it's uh, good to be back. Yeah, Spiteful Brewing Company in the house. Uh, we're going to move on to another table and see who's here. So. Thank you. How's it going? What's up, buddy? How you been? You want to talk a little bit on the podcast? What are we talking about? Well, beers? Uh, yeah, we're talking about beers. I don't like beer. Anthony uh, was uh, generous enough to sponsor this episode of the Beer with Fred's podcast. So we're doing a special on location based on tonight's uh, tasting. And the welcome to Rockford for uh, mainly Half Acre, but welcome back for uh, Spiteful and Mars as well. So um, if anybody doesn't know, we're talking to Jason. Um, yeah, Jason here. Another bearded fellow. Yes. Your beard's looking very nice, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yours. <laughs> I'm working at it. I'm not to your status quite yet. So much beard love. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, shout out, sh- shout out to the parlor for keeping us uh, yeah. neat and trim, man. Uh, what, uh, what have you had recently, and uh, what can you tell us about uh, one of your best experiences with one of the three breweries that's here tonight? Oh, I by bar none. I have to go with Half Acre. Best experience, big hugs, uh, release. By far the best time. You know, a lot of free beer. The only thing that sucks is waiting in line for big hugs. But other than that, um, I'd have to say, uh, big hugs by far. Can't go wrong with a Braxis for free. Can't go wrong with Coffee Cinnamon B Bomb for free. I mean, both both years I went, it's been. Uh, Fantastic. I mean, it's like it's a free, free tasting party. Oh, pretty much. You buy some beer and then you get to drink a lot of really good beer that's usually not available around here. I mean, right, it's right. it's all. How long have you been coming here to our tallies for your for your beer purchases? Oh, how many years? How many years? Hop Slam was the first thing I bought here. Okay. And how many years is that? Three, four, four years, four years. I didn't say four, four years. years yeah. I think four years, four years. Because I passed up. I bought, I bought it here. My second year, third year, I didn't buy Hop Slam because third year was like two years ago was when it was delayed to our market, right? Yeah. Or was it the year prior? Not last year, the year before. Yeah, so it would be four years. I'd be coming here. Very cool. Always solid. Yeah. Well, if there's anybody that knows anything about beer, it's you and Jeremy. Um, one of these days, we're going to get you on the podcast for real to sit down and yeah. fully chit chat. Get a. Yeah, I've been working way early, so I mean, it's weekdays don't really work lately. So yeah. now we're on eight hours, so I'll be good to go. Yeah. Whenever. All right. Well, we'll definitely catch up with you later tonight uh, when the mics are off and chit chat <laughs> and uh, enjoy yeah, I yourself. A couple beers too. All right. Cool, me, man. So. I appreciate the right. time. Good time. Thank you. Oh, what are you working on, Chuck? Uh, some double jungle peach. A jungle boogie, huh? Yeah. All right. Peach. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Don't move before closer. It gets, before it gets like super creative, crazy busy, yeah. While we're pouring and stuff here. Of course. This is Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Um, He's going to record, and I'll talk to you. Um, we know a little bit about Mars in the area, thanks to Zach at the Olympic. Um, it's been the only place in town that I know of where we've been able to get you beer. We're definitely appreciative. Um, what can you tell me as far as where, from this point on, where Mars is going to be in the, in the area? Sure. So um, this is really our first kind of step into 
the Rockford area in terms of bottles and sales. But we're opening up a brand new 50,000 square foot facility um, that'll be ready late 2016. So with that bigger footprint and distribution, um, we hope to get all down down south and further out west. So. Very nice, very nice. Um, what beers did you bring tonight, and what can you tell us about them? And why don't you, I'll let you decide what we're going to try. Sure. So we brought three beers, two double IPAs, and a dry hop goes. So the two double IPAs, the first is Citra, 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 brewed with all mosaic hops. Kidding. All citra hops. <laughs> and he won't like it. And Eric won't like it either. I'm all out. citra. Done. He, he hates citra. <laughs> we have uh, our double jungle boogie, which is the imperial version of our jungle boogie, obviously. And that's a pale wheat ale with rooibos tea, which is an African bush tea. And it profiles any flavor or hop you give it and really accentuates it um, to create a really nice flavor. So we amped up the hops in this version to give it more of an imperial feel. Amped up the booze to about 8%. The dry hop goes. Traditional goes. Dry hop with mosaic. So, what we're going to try is the double jungle boat. Yes. All right. You won't like it, trust me. I won't? Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> so, it's super aromatic. Oh, wow. Peach, pineapple on the nose. All kinds of peach. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's so dark. Is that from the tea? Yep. Okay. You can speak too, you don't have to just hold the microphone. Good. He's speechless. It's just like in the studio where you give your rating and you chime always, in every once in a while. Will you always be single bottle or are you thinking about six packs or four packs? Uh, four or, packs, yeah. We'll roll those out sometime in the near future. I have to get the brew pub open, stuff like that. Oh, wow. That's cool. See where see where the life takes us. Yeah. Yeah. And you said those was mosaic hopped? Yeah. It's good. It's just on the finish, like you get that sweet tea fruity flavor. And it's just a little, little dry. The smell is amazing, though. I like to think there's good balance. Yeah. Sometimes you can go overboard, but this is oh, a nice yeah. little, nice little balance. And it's very wow. approachable. This is the one I've heard the most about, this and the regular Jungle Boogie. And we've never had, I've never had a chance to have it. Sure. I've had the uh, the one with the horse on the front, the... Uh, that he had the machine and then we had a coffee beer we did on tap here you guys did yep and we had a couple other ones a couple other ones as well at at, uh, Olympic a couple couple sours I want to say yeah and uh, the 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 yuzu yes we've had the yuzu on the podcast before yeah so that was my uh, that was my heartburn night from hell for sure, <laughs> but that's that's good when you're talking about sours. So, sure. you drinking them? You drinking them? Drinking the double the, the jungle boogie, the double jungle boogie. So, I like the tea. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. All right. So, uh, what other new beers do you have coming out that you could tell us about that are that, that you're allowed to talk about that might be coming out sometime soon. Sure. So we're focused right now on a lot of different collaborations with different breweries. So you'll see those start to roll out in both our market and their market. But what we focused on was doing an experimental one-off series called Zuski's Brewskies, named after our founder and owner, Ed Marzuski. So we really wanted to go after um, different funky beers to see what we're going to then transition into 500 milliliters as a more year-round staple. So we did um, a golden wasabi milk stout with against the grain. That was crazy and funky, super smooth. It's golden in color, only 5% in the, the ABV, so that was fun to make. Um, we made a sour saison that came out really well. Um, so we're just trying out a bunch of different those, see what's going to go into the more year-round format. That's got to be fun. It is fun. It's got to be really a good time to just make some one-offs and find out what works and what doesn't work. And That's part about having a smaller brewery. That's one thing I've noticed more and more about the Chicago market is is how great you got, everybody is to experiment with new new styles like you guys and, and Pipeworks and Spiteful that's here tonight. I mean, it just seems like the... The, the biggest and the best that are that are in the area are, are willing to take chances and do do different things for sure. Yeah, it's, it's for the love of the craft. 
So you want to keep pushing boundaries. You want to keep seeing what's next around the corner. That's the fun part. And very rarely do we find ourselves saying, what were they thinking? Or yeah. or finding something that is just so so off the wall that it, it was just done out of spite of, of everybody saying that it couldn't be done. It's always had a good backing to whatever some flavor. Some sense. Yeah. <laughs> some common sense. Exactly. Nice so thank you very much for your time. I'll let you do your thing. And, Cheers. Uh, Thanks for uh, giving us the sample and giving us a uh, little talk here. It was nice meeting you. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel like? I have many big hugs. Try vanilla big hugs. This is going to be gone soon. That's what everybody wants. I'll try that too. Thank you. Everybody's got a glass in there. So, yeah, I guess we can record now as long as he's got a little break here. Sure. So, we're here with Half Acre. Tell me who you are and uh, what you do at Half Acre. Uh, my name is Taylor. I work in the packaging department at Half Acre, so I put the beer in cans, bottles, or kegs, depending on what we're doing that day. Uh, working with machinery and uh, every now and then having a sip of beer, but not too much. Right now, we're uh, sampling a rare treat. Um, we have the vanilla big hugs here. This is fantastic. Super creamy. Um, oh, it's got to be terrible. <laughs> it's it's horrible, but no, it's it's seriously really really good. Um, I know this was a real limited release um, during the uh, during the uh, big hugs release this year. So thank you for bringing it out this way. Um, what can you tell me uh, about big hugs in general, uh, other than just the variant? Uh, Big Hugs is our most, uh, probably the most sought after, sought after beer that Hatfaker makes. We release it at our brewery every year, and there's a line down the block uh, all the way. We're on Lincoln and Cullum. It sometimes gets all the way to Damon, so it can be like four blocks long. Uh, but this year, actually, Big Hugs is really special. We, we paired up with Dark Matter Coffee, and they uh, basically... It's like the inception of coffee beers. So they roasted the beans with the base beer of Big Hugs and then extracted that coffee, and that's what we put into the beer of Big, to make it into Big Hugs. So it was like this all-over crazy rollover of... Uh, Have you guys always used Dark Matter for the Big Hugs, or has there been other coffee makers that you've used in the past? Uh, as far as I know, it's always been Dark Matter. I believe uh, this is now five or six years of Big Hugs. It's before my time, actually, believe it or not. I've been with Half Acre for about four years. And uh, well, I know that uh, it's, it's pretty well known that you guys just opened up a real big production facility, and the the tap room, the original production facility, is turning into a restaurant. Um, what can you tell me about the new restaurant and uh, the impact that the uh, new production facility is going to have on the state of Illinois in general? Uh, well, we just launched Half Acre statewide on Tuesday, uh, so we're hitting as many places as we, as we can and uh, trying to get out there. But yeah, uh, there is uh, you're going to be able to find it almost anywhere you look. Hopefully, that's the plan. Uh, the giant production facility is really we are uh, we're up. I want to say about 50 percent in production from last year, uh, and if we hit all of our goals. Uh, we're going to be solid in Illinois. There won't be uh, daisy cutter shortages like there used to be. So, could you say, without without saying too much, could you say that Half Acre could possibly become the new Glarus of Illinois? Oh, I don't know about that. Well, They're, just more uh, <laughs> of the, the Illinois only. So, sure. at this moment, uh, well, we are we're selling a little bit of beer in Philadelphia and getting into the New York market. So we're, you know. It's yeah, a it's an easy town to get into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just ask the owners. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 yeah that's that's what I needed to hear though. Just yeah. I didn't know if it was just going to be an Illinois no, only thing or if it was going to be a little bit of push uh, out outward too. That's fine. We're getting it in Rockford now, so sure. you do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, we eventually, you know, we'd like to be in all the heavy hitting markets, but uh, we got to take care of home first, and then. Uh, see what works where and what doesn't work and uh, yeah so we're not up in production by two you know we could start brewing 150 
barrel system tomorrow if we wanted to, but uh, that's not the way we operate. You know, we, we're not forcing beer down anybody's throats. Most people know about uh, your staple can series, the stuff that comes out, Daisy Cutter, uh, uh, Gone Away, uh, even Lead Feather mm-hmm. on a seasonal level. What new beers uh, that you can tell us about are on the horizon and uh, possibly will be around more often now that the new production facility has been opened up? Yeah. Uh, today, actually, we just kegged a large batch of Golden Tuna, which is, uh, yeah, uh, it's our, like, extra pale ale, uh, and that's going to be, you know, out and about. Uh, we put about, uh, I, I think we did about 90 kegs of it today, uh, so that's one that's going to be coming around year, year round, uh, well, quarterly. Starting, starting draft only. and yeah, then Yeah, exactly. There's talk of putting it into cans and maybe changing the format of the cans a little bit, but it's all up in the air where we don't know. Uh, and then uh, Navaja, our double IPA, which uh, that's only been in Bombers, is going to be hitting the market uh, late summer in uh, four packs of cans as well. So You just hit on the two beers I was hoping you were going to talk about the most. Um, both the ones I had last year that I could only have at the tap room and nowhere else. Yeah. So yeah, so keep an eye out. Uh, probably, I mean, I'm not trying to get your hopes up. It's not going to be too soon, but uh, those are the two that are coming down the pipeline. Yeah, we can as as long as we can get growlers of space and uh, bombers occasionally. That's that's number one, and then next two were the ones you just mentioned. So the Navaja was amazing when I had it at the tap room, and I thought if only we could take it home other than in a growler. Yeah, you know, so See that we could. Yeah, very. Cool. I brought a little space with me too. If you uh, if you want to take a I'm sip, I'm definitely going to partake of that here in a minute. All right. Thanks for the few minutes. We'll let you get back. Yeah, We're getting no a little bit of a line, but uh, cool. we'll be wandering around and maybe we'll pop in again. So yeah, sounds good, guys. Thanks. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Cheers. Yes, sir. And also that. We're back here at our tallies for the Mars Spiteful and Half Acre ta- uh, tasting. Uh, here in beautiful Rockford, Illinois, on Spring Creek and uh, for our, uh, Perryville. Uh, we're here with one of my best beer buddies here. This is Jeremy. Jeremy, what was your favorite beer that you tasted tonight at the tasting? Tonight? Uh, let me think about that for a second. You've had them all now, yep, so yep, what's been the yep. best? Uh, I'm a big fan of Spiteful anymore. They're quickly becoming my favorite Chicago brewery for sure. Um, Half Acre always brings good heat and good game. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably have to say the working for the weekend for me is a solid IPA. It's reasonable, you know, 16-ounce cans, $10. Probably my favorite. I've had a lot of stuff here tonight, um, but that would probably be if I had one. That's what I'm taking home tonight, so that's where I go. Being a person that uh, I know trades a lot of beer and, and has experienced beer from all over the country, of these three breweries, what do you, would you say that the Midwest brings to the market that a lot of the other East Coast or West Coast breweries can't offer? What would be what would be the standout point of these kind of breweries that uh, that maybe they're missing the boat on or that we do so well? Uh, I would say the diversity of the breweries here, where we have uh, not the best IPAs, not the best stouts, but we have very good representation in both styles. They're both. What we have here in the Midwest is comparable to IPA styles uh, on the East Coast. Um, not as good, but comparable. And the stouts we get here locally. If you like coffee stouts, some of the best. Uh, we have diver- diversity here in the Midwest. is very well done. I would put anybody uh, to the challenge on our coffee stouts in this area. You know, between you know Goose Island and and Spiteful and some of the other crazy coffee stouts we get in this area. I mean, nobody, no, uh, well, not nobody, but it's it's hard to compare. I mean, yeah. you, even a Braxis, you know, that's Midwest, too, in my opinion, when right. you're talking Glarus, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, New Glarus, just base coffee stout is just an easy-drinking coffee stout. So. Flatly, flatly, yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about coffees, too, is, you know, the fresher the better, in my opinion, too. So when we get them here, we get them firsthand, we get them fresh, we get them young. So it's, it's not acidic at all at that point. Well, it, a little acidity, but it's not going to be as acidic as you get it later in its life. Uh, the beer, so you know, 
as a person that I know travels for beer um, as much as possible of the three breweries that are here tonight and are obviously somewhat expanding their distribution to our area, which one are you most excited for that you feel like you won't have to travel for in the future? Uh, I wish I had a, a spiteful to travel to. Unfortunately, their tap room looks like it's going to be open for about another year or more. Um, Half Acre is my love child in Chicago. I love going there. It's a uh, guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's 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 a it's always a good time. Social seating, um, very friendly, very reasonable. I haven't been there since they opened uh, the kitchen. Excited about that. Um, I think about going tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, I, I, Half Acres, my favorite tap room in Chicago. Revolution does great stuff. Their food at Revolution is uh, phenomenal, to say the least. Um, I'd say it's a Little below, eh, I don't know, that and Three Floyds, both great food. Um, and then you mentioned on the coffee thing, too, with, with Stout's Wig Splitter from Three Floyds. Great, great. If you're if you're a coffee guy like I am, that's a really, really roasty greatness. It's, it's, it's awesome. If you don't go into Half Acre tomorrow, we'll definitely do a birthday trip again, for sure. And I'm I need down. to come this time, Press too. my arm. Yeah, exactly. Four, to four dollar pint sounds terrible to me. Yeah, well, thanks for giving us a minute of your time. Uh, yeah, my and, time uh, free. Hey, we'll, on it. we'll have you on the podcast when it's uh, when it works in your schedule soon. So no look forward to it. Well, that was interesting. That was fun. It was fun. Um, it was good to hear the stories, hear a little bit about the beer. Hear a little bit about some of the uh, some of the patrons of this fine establishment in the area. So, some beer friends that we've wanted to have on the show for a while. Hopefully, sooner or later they can do a full episode. Uh, Jeremy and Jason have always been welcome. Uh, schedules haven't always worked out, so we're trying to work that out. So, um, Jer- Jeremy drinks some crazy beers. He's got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, so, if you listen to any of the recent podcasts, you'll You'll hear that when I talk about what I've what I've been drinking on tap. So, but uh, and then uh, I did talk to the the guy from Mars, gave me his email and all that, and we're um, he seemed interested in uh, possibly doing a full episode of Mars beers. So very cool. Um, we're, we'll look into that, and we'll be working on it for sure. I'm I'm down with that. So we'll bring out those of us that got glasses. Yeah, <laughs> we'll bring our glassware. Did anybody get two glasses that they want to maybe no. throw one no, at me? It was one per person. I'm pretty sure. So, well, maybe there's an extra one sitting around there because I never did get one. Maybe you can have mine. No, I don't. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. He brought three cases of glasses. Maybe there were, there were a, a lot there. Maybe he left a, a case for people that were buying afterwards. There a glass or two left over. Yeah. yeah. Either way. If I have to, I'll go back and buy another bottle of Mars just to get the glass. Now it's my mission to find one for you. <laughs> so, but uh, thanks for listening. Thanks again to Artelli's Wine uh, for sponsoring the podcast. Um, I know a lot of people get uh, thrown off by the name, but they are definitely more than wine. They're wine, spirits, and beer for sure. Um, in my humble opinion, the best beer selection in Rockford. Yeah. Um, maybe not the largest quantity in town, but definitely the best selection um, if you're into craft beer. So yeah. uh, we could definitely, uh, I definitely make them a weekly stop just to see what's new and exciting. And, and I'm sure you'll hear about that on future episodes because there's some, there's some awesome things coming up. Um, just for anybody else, I know we featured the three breweries that were uh, interviewed in this, but uh, some quick news on some new breweries coming to town. Odd Sides from Michigan has officially hit town. Um, they got in their Citra Pale Ale, which I bought a six-pack of last night, and the Bean Flicker Ooh. Blonde Coffee Ale. Bean so. Yeah, it's a gold. Wow. It's a golden coffee. It pours yellow, but it tastes that. like coffee. And it's called Bean Flicker. That sounds really good. So a little double entendre the there. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, shorts will be coming to town soon. We've been told. So some of the basics, kind of like what Half Acre did to start, uh, Human Lumen Lupus, and Soft Parade, 
and there were one or two others that were coming with uh space rack ipa but uh yeah some some more to to name but i think we'll leave it there with just those two are, are officially confirmed and when they're coming so be on the lookout if you're in the in in the market for shorts or odd sides um you can definitely check out our tallies so thanks again to aaron and anthony anthony especially for sponsoring the podcast appreciate the uh, love and uh we'll be back to buy beer and to see you guys soon cheers Listening to the D2R Podcast Network, brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening.